0: Welcome back. Thank you for joining us today. We're still in our sermon series, 1953, and today we're going to be just talking about basically sharing your faith. So what do you have for us, John?
1: Yeah, I think one of the things that we are going through and talking about what's core to Crestview is that we truly believe we want to help people know God. Mm -hmm. And I think we say it a lot of different ways through life change, but one biggest part of that life change, probably the most impactful part of that life change and how everything starts is when someone comes to know God personally it's a personal relationship, and so we've been going through the story of the uh, woman at the well in john four but there's I love this verse in isaiah forty two seven that says you know what are you what are you going to do well to to open the eyes that are blind to free captives from prison and to release from the dungeon those who sit in darkness mm-hmm. And, you know, the gospel is many times described as, you know, light in the darkness, uh, you know, shine your light, be a light, be salt and light, all those kind of pictures. And I think it really is an opportunity for us to realize God all the time is bringing us those opportunities and it's whether or not we are taking them. And what does that look like in our today's world? Mm-hmm. Because I think there's a lot of questions we have to deal with, a lot of, of things uh, so so, I would ask you like one of the one of the big objections and pushbacks that I hear a lot is you know that's so narrow I mean you're saying this is the only way you're saying you know the right way to God and you're mm-hmm. you know everybody else is wrong and you're right and um that's so narrow minded you you know you're being you know you're you're kind of setting up you're right and everybody else is wrong mm-hmm. kind of situation. So I think I think right up front we need to deal with, okay, we know that that's true, that we should help people come to know God. Mm-hmm. but we're kind of like, well, but I, uh, you know, I mean people yeah. how do we overcome that barrier? I mean, how much do you see that barrier? I guess is my
0: question. Well, I was just about to say, I think I see more millennials or my age, uh-huh. Um, young families start to take a universalistic view on things okay. which is like everything is god you know not not necessarily an agnostic point of view but a right a, every, hey, you know. why judge every like everyone have the has their own path um and that is a question that i've asked myself too like why why is that maybe it's the fear of hurting someone's feelings or you know being ostracized about your beliefs. I I don't know, Mm -hmm. but it is weird. I see it more and more today than I ever have. And I don't know through the years of you pastoring, if you've seen a little bit of a shift in that of like,
1: yeah, I think I've seen a shift in it. I think one story that's really impacted me before we kind of get into just how do we do this? I think we just got to deal with this, this barrier, I guess is what it is. But I'm, I was, it was an article in a magazine and, um, you know, I read it online and, Basically, they were. It was a the article is about atheist college students, Mm -hmm. how that they're kind of that's you know, which is I would think for years and years and years, there's always been college students going, I'm an atheist, I'm an atheist, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. But they interviewed this atheist college student about Christianity. It was really interesting because Uh to me, this was such an impactful statement that this college student who was an atheist said when asked about, what do you think about these all these Christians trying to convert you? Yeah. And he goes, well, here's the thing. I cannot respect the Christian who doesn't try to convert me because either, number one, they don't love me or care about me wow. if, according to their beliefs, or, number two, they're really not that serious about their own beliefs. Mm. And I went, whoa. <laughs> I mean, you know, truly – that's crazy. That's the core is not about the I, I would totally agree with the narrowness to say okay we we can go after this for a long long time so I got to, you know don't want to go down this trail too long but this is kind of a little CS Lewisy here about the rationality of the gospel but you know to say no one has exclusive truth is an exclusive truth. Yeah. You know, you, you've just done what you said nobody can do when you make that. Because So I totally disagree with the idea of, well, you're narrow-minded. What you're saying is you've got the truth, yeah. which is that there is no truth. <laughs> you know, and really, point. you're no different. Yeah. So I kind of think it's always bogus when that comes up a little bit. But I do think that article and that student's take was, yeah, that's right. I mean, do we not care? Mm-hmm. Well, I care. Um or or is Jesus just not that important right. to us? Right. Wow. I mean, that's a lot of conviction, I think, right. from that kind of viewpoint. And um, you know, <laughs> what if Jesus had done that with the woman with the well? Hey, well, you're, you know, you guys got your own mountain you can worship at, and you guys got your own thing. It looking pretty good. You guys just stay with it. Yeah. You know, he didn't do that either. Yeah. So
0: it's like, it always reminds me of the Elijah story where he's like, maybe your God's on vacation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, yeah. the trash talking prophet. Yeah. So how do you get from, you know, I feel like point a is salvation, your experience with God. Okay. I, I believe I'm saved to point B, which is how do I share this good gift? Mm-hmm. And not only that, but I feel like people are Christians, um, especially the ones that I've talked with too. Uh, they, they think of a kind of a selfish way of, of sharing the gospel, that it's still about me when I'm sharing the gospel. Yeah, But I love what you just said. It's always about the other person because they're like, oh, this mm-hmm. person loves me. So how would you help people like myself and people of my age to understand that a little bit better? Like, hey, when you're sharing this good gift, it's, it's about them.
1: Yeah, it's truly, I mean, it, it is that kind of focus to understand. Yeah. To me... It's that idea in that story. I've mm-hmm. heard it different, said different ways. But it's the idea of, you know, you have a family member. you They find a cure for your family member and it's never been there before. Yeah. Well, you know, are you going to be quiet about it? Are you going to, you know, no, it's all about that person. Hey, they are better. They got mm-hmm. that tr- hospital treatment, that doctor medical treatment. It works. It worked. for. It worked. Mm-hmm. And I, I got to tell you about it. I yeah. got to tell you about it. It's about you. And I want you just to know this. This is, hey, this is great news. Hey, can I do, I'll do a podcast about it. I'll I'll go do a commercial about it. I'll talk to anybody about it. It's coming from that kind of motivation of, you know, the greatest news, Mm -hmm. life-changing news. And somebody can say, no, I disagree with you or I agree with you. That's fine. But I think if they know you truly love them and they're the focus, I think we get past the whole barrier of you know narrow minded and yeah. da 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 da. That means we have not, ex- we haven't made it about them because it should be about them.
0: That's a good point. If you're getting upset, it's like oh, that's a good indicator. Like you think this is about you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Any final thoughts on this subject, John?
1: Yeah, a couple things. I think here. I think one of the things is that it. You know, truly what we're talking about here is interesting in, in John 4 when Jesus, you know, disciples show up with food and they're like going, mm-hmm. hey, we got food for you. And he goes, well, I got food of which you don't know about. Yeah. And they're like, did he go to Seven Eleven and get a burrito? We don't know what he's talking about.
0: They had those back in the day. Yeah, they
1: had those back in the day. They were bad, too. They were <laughs> bad burritos. Um, you know, you think about that. I, 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 you and I had experience this week where in staff meeting we showed the video that showed on Sunday, past Sunday yeah. and we were all impacted by that oh, I mean yeah. you know it was just like had a huge impact and you know we're talking Caden yeah. just a minute ago and yeah. you know he was saying he was impacted just putting the video together you know to me that's that food for the soul you know yeah. it's not just going through the motions it's mm-hmm. not just you know it's like you know let's have that happen again that was awesome that was great to see someone's really have life change and i think one of the things that's sometimes missing is if we're just going through the motions we're missing all that yeah we are just missing that and there's that joy and impact and um you know um you know charlie davidson did that baptism now you know just think I know because I've talked to him, but you think Charlie Davidson's fired up about maybe talking to somebody else? He is. He is very fired up about, for sure. Here's, there somebody else. Is there, you know, I got to, i got to keep an eye out. I got to see who is I'm supposed to talk to. That's how I think God wants us to be. And I think that process is just so good and brings true food to our, our soul. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I would just, my final word would simply be to everybody. Look, you know, tell your story, um, share, testify, be a, be a witness, be pray for people, care for people, share Jesus. Um, and if you truly are a follower of Jesus, then how can you not do that? Mm -hmm. I don't want that to be a guilt thing. I want that to be, you're not being authentic, Mm -hmm. you know, be authentic, be, be true to who you are. Otherwise you're, you're you know it's almost like you're hiding your a secret or something to someone you have a relationship with, and so when it comes to friends and family, I think mm-hmm. I think they should know this is a big deal in their life. You know, they're they're religious or however they would say it, but great. And so I think we've got to be about that process of sharing, uh, telling, testifying, um, Very good. and God will use it, and there'll be life change. Awesome.
0: Pastor John, thank you so much. Again, this past sermon was amazing just hearing that story, like you just said, and we just hope that we can continue on and sharing great stories like that. So listener, God bless and we'll see you next time.